Stand by. The vacuum tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast. Right here on Georgia Radio. Well, it is uh, Neighbor to Neighbor, 10 a.m. on a Wednesday. How are you doing? Matt Jolly, glad to be here with you on Georgia Radio. Listen, special guest today, Clayton Hackle. Uh, is on the phone, and if you read the uh, the blog article, Clay's just back from uh, from Nashville, where he is uh, trying to figure out how to pay the credit card bills and everything else. So go download, <laughs> go download some music, <laughs> because it's not cheap to go to Nashville and and record new songs, is it? Uh, not at all, Matt. And by the way, thanks for having me on. <laughs> this is your radio station. I'm just playing the music every day. You guys starting out, you know, you own the station. I mean, everybody who has the ability and the talent to put out music in the state of Georgia that's good country music like what you folks do, we're, we'll bend over backwards to do anything. I'm just glad you came on. How was it up oh. there going to Music City, USA? Oh, absolutely incredible, man. I, I don't know if I've ever felt this inspired coming back from from a trip up there. It's, it was incredible. What do you think? What do you think turned the page for you? Man, I don't know. Like, I went up there. Um, I mean, I had a lot of family in, in town. We visited with them. That was great. Um, but I just had a couple of really great recording sessions. I had some original songs uh, I was able to cut while I was there, and also uh, a cover song. And everything just exceeded expectations. I had some great conversations with some of my fellow writers that I got to connect with. Well, let's talk about and, that, too, because that yeah. was pretty cool. I mean, you and Blake were hanging out. Uh, a guy that you wrote your latest single with. Yeah, man. So, man, me and Blake, it's, just, it's a crazy story. Um, but I've written a few songs with him over Zoom, and we'd never actually met in person. So while I was up, we just uh, we both found the time to kind of cut out and have coffee and meet in person. And <laughs> we had about a three-hour conversation, so it was it was awesome. Um, man, that's, that's, that's great. That's Blake Chafin, right? Yeah, Chaffin, yeah Chaffin? Blake. Yeah. Chaffin. Chaffin. <laughs> Blake Chaffin. You chafe between your legs, and Chaffin writes the songs. That's right. Yeah, so. exactly. There you go. I'm familiar to both situations there. <laughs> <laughs> it's summertime in Georgia. We could we could be sponsored by, uh, what was that, uh, Monkey yeah, Butt Rub or whatever. No, yeah. Monkey Butt, yeah. Yeah, Monkey better. Butt. There you go. The good stuff. I love, yeah, that, I love that you went up there, and I love that you got to uh, to hang out and, and actually yeah. meet and talk to your co-writer. Because... Yeah. Somebody told me one time, they said, you really don't know someone until you've broken bread with them in person. And I think that's so yeah. true. You can have a relationship uh, and, and get to know somebody virtually, but when you really meet and you sit down and you're face-to-face and you're having dinner or coffee or whatever it is, uh, yeah. there's something that changes in that. Do you feel like you're, like you're going to be able to sit down and write now with Blake and still have Dude. the magic? Yeah, man. So it's... It's insane. You know, the first time we actually talked was on Zoom and we had, you know, just the goal of writing a song. But this time it was just getting together and catching up and really, I guess, formally meeting each other. But, um, man, I, it's almost like a friendship now. I mean, it is a friendship. Um, somebody once told me, like, Nashville is just all about the relationships. And it's hard to understand that until you get up there and you start figuring out and then, like, relationships is literally the key to everything. And I've tried to just approach that and embrace it. And, uh, I, I realized like this past weekend too, man, it's, there's just so many great people up there and getting to know him 
and kind of learn what makes him tick, learn who he is as a person and vice versa. Um, it just creates this, I guess, like intimacy between us as riders too. So we kind of learn like who we are and our preferences and, you know, how our experiences kind of shaped our lives and uh, what makes us tick and all that stuff. So that was just, uh, it was really cool, man. I'm grateful to say I know Blake as a writer, but more, even more so as a friend now. And I think that's going to make our uh, riding relationship even that much better. So I love it. I, I really yeah. am glad that you got to do that. And where'd you go to coffee at? Uh, this place called Star Bagel. It was actually not far from where he lived. Yeah. On the, I know uh, I, that's down the, the kind of the lower uh, lower west side of town. Down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah had to, so I was staying on the Opry side of town. I had to drive around the city to had get to go there. Around. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got friends that live down there by Star Bagel. Been down there. And, uh, good stuff down there. They got, they got good stuff. Well, that's awesome oh, yeah. that you kind of got indoctrinated into the city, and it's fun when you – go back and you know people and you can go there and kind of feel like a local that's awesome but it sure is nice though to get back down to Metter, isn't it i mean it is man not so much the heat uh it was a little a few degrees cooler up there that was nice but i was welcomed very warmly by the south georgia heat (laughs) (laughs) the blast furnace of the south well while you were up there though i'm sure they cranked the studio down really cool because you were recording a christmas song (laughs) <laughs> yes can sir. we say that Absolutely. i mean I, we're, i'm gonna say it you were recording a christmas song is this your first yeah. one to record to actually lay down yeah i've always wanted to record christmas music and just have not uh ever really pushed hard in pursuing it but i've had a song in the back of my head that i that i wanted to really you know chase down and was able to do it this time so it's, uh, it's, it's Christmas in July in Nashville, I guess. <laughs> it is. It always is Christmas in July. This is the time of year everybody's getting their Christmas stuff together because you don't think about it. But, you know, it's great stuff. And I'm not going to say the duet partner. Uh, you and I have talked about this. But uh, let's just say that one of her former duet partners was Dolly Parton. Yeah, dude, it was uh, it was a work of God. I think they put this uh, put this. <laughs> put this together and let me just say man the the experience we had in the studio uh it was so organic uh i will say that the track is actually more acoustic driven there's not a whole lot of fancy production but there's a lot of raw vocals and this vocalist uh, she came in and totally blew me away uh and the engineers and everybody else in the room so (laughs) it was a it was an awesome day yeah Well, I know the song, and I, I think the song is going to be just perfect for the two of you. And yeah. knowing the artist and her voice, uh, I, th- I think it's going to be great. I can't wait to hear it. And we probably can expect to hear this, I'm hoping, this Christmas. Absolutely, man. I'm aiming to uh, hopefully release it in November. Of course, everything's tentative at this point, but uh, I'm looking forward to getting that out for sure this year at some point during the holiday season or a little before. I know people like releasing stuff a little early just to get things submitted to playlists and yeah. uh, media outlets and stuff like that. But definitely I'm looking forward to that. All right. Well, you own a radio station, so you just tell us and we'll play it for you <laughs> whenever you, whenever you're ready. And uh, if she can come on too. That'd be great. We'd love to support her. Even though she's not from Georgia, this is a, uh, you're, you're branching out Clayton. And that's what we want to hear. Yeah. We're talking to Clayton yeah. Hackle this morning, by the way, if you didn't figure that out yet, he's fresh back from Nashville. You can read the blog article that we shared uh, yesterday about his trip and you can see some pictures on there 
of, of the studio. Let's talk about the studio where you recorded this last time because uh, you have a producer that you really, really enjoy working with. Yeah. Um, yeah, Saxman Studio. It's actually uh, just outside of Nashville and Mount Juliet. Uh, still considered Nashville the greater area, I guess. But uh, Grady is uh, he's a musical genius. And over the years, we've really gotten to know each other. He he knows me, my brand, and uh, he knows what I what I look for in production. And uh, his mind's already prepared before I get there. And this time was no exception, man. We uh, I went in and also laid down a couple more original songs. And uh, I was honestly just blown away uh, by what we were able to accomplish over at, at Saxman Studio. So it's, it's awesome, man. It is uh, unparalleled from any other place I've ever worked. I just think it's fantastic that you were able to sit up there and do that. And as you, you, you and me were talking one afternoon, we said, uh, you know, this stuff's expensive. It's expensive to go up to Nashville and to cut a record and to, uh, to do all this. And you don't have a big label deal. I mean, you're going at this uh, the new way, which is not move to Nashville and live in a one-bedroom studio apartment and work at the grocery store and sack groceries until you make it. I mean, this is... <laughs> This is hard. You got to rise above the noise, and if it doesn't sound good, nobody's going to listen to it. So you got to spend the money. You got to yeah. you got to do it all yourself. Talk to me yeah. about about the that not burden, but uh, yeah. it's difficult to release an album because an album's got ten or twelve songs on it, and right yeah. now the the market is more like it was back in the well, really the fifties, where you'd have an A and a B side and you'd put it out there. They called it yeah. a single back then. We call it a single today. But you don't have to have two sides because you're not dealing with vinyl. But uh, same, same thing. And, yeah, yeah, man, it's it's challenging. But you know, I've learned to really embrace uh, the culture of the music industry right now. And I think that anybody that wants any type of success has to just really embrace it and wrap their head around it. And for me, um, it's a lot of hard work. But when I look at it, you know, from from the bigger perspective my passion for country music and my drive to uh, ride at a high level and record at a high level and perform at a high level. Uh, it just overcomes everything. So I'm able to kind of put blinders on. And I know when I go in to record, it's going to be expensive because that's just the way it is. And when you're prepared for it um, and, and when, when you know what the end result is going to be or what you hope it's going to be, um, that just, drives me forward personally and uh it's just one of those things where you know there's there's obstacles on the way there's going to be challenges and there definitely has been but the reward um from everything has been way more <laughs> than the challenges so i don't uh, know one of your heroes and, and one of the guys i just adore uh, his music is alan jackson and for for the life of me i cannot imagine alan jackson sitting in his truck and, and miming a 10 or 15 second clip of a song that he had to record in the <laughs> studio and pay for by himself a few weeks before. I mean, yeah. it's so ridiculous what you have to do yeah. now on some of these social media platforms to get noticed, like TikTok and all this other stuff. If you want to promote a radio station, it's the same thing. There's just some really dumb things that you have to do, but if that's the path that you have to take, uh, then you got to do it. I mean, you just got to do it. Yeah, man, that, that part of it is tough for me. I'm, I'm an old soul. I, I grew up without internet um, <laughs> in the 90s. We didn't have – I lived on a farm. It was just 
I didn't grow up with a with an iPhone in my hand, so I'm kind of right. a late bloomer when it comes to technology and all that stuff. But it's definitely, man, it's part of the game. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to navigate my way through that whole world as we speak. But uh, it all boils down to the music, man. It, That's right. So when y'all see Clayton out there. parked in his old <laughs> truck down in the dirt road, don't come by there if he's got a camera out because he's not going to want to do it again. <laughs> You hear me, Wade Peebles? Oh, don't man. don't interrupt him. Just keep on driving. That's Nothing the, like the, the good old phone call in the middle of a video that's session. That's right. What are you doing? Uh, well, I, I was, uh, believe it or not, I was working on a video. Yeah. <laughs> maybe crazy. The, maybe the one that'll that'll push me over the edge. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Hey, listen, thanks for coming on this morning and talking about uh, everything that's going on. People can download and they can buy your music at... Your website, which is going to be quick linked in the show story, but tell everybody where they can do it. Yes, uh, www.claytonhackle.com, or you can uh, find my music on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, and all those good places that music is streamed. That's just awesome. Clayton Hackle, thanks for being here. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate you. Absolutely. We'll be right back after this. Country, that's what I grew up listening to. Georgia Radio. We love you more than peanuts and peaches. So glad you're here. Hi, this is Wade Peoples from Georgia Folk and Farm Life Radio. I'm here to tell you about Meeks Brothers Cattle Company. And you don't have to worry about supply chain issues or where your beef comes from. Do what I do and call Meeks Brothers Cattle Company today. You can get a whole, half, a quarter, any amount of beef you want. Good quality beef. Vacuum packed. Lasts up to three years in your freezer. It's grass-fed, grain-finished, made to order. Visit Meeks Brothers Cattle Company on Facebook today and tell them Brother Wade sent you. And that's Meeks Brothers Cattle Company. Thank you. Matt Jolly, right here on Georgia Radio. Well, listen, if you have a request uh, for classic country and request uh, this week or next week, send it on over, matt at georgiaradio.com, and I'll be sure to get it on for you. Uh, Brother Wade is on the phone right now, and we were talking about him during the uh, segment there with Clayton Hackle. Have you ever seen Clay out on the road and decided to pull over and talk to him in your log truck? Brother Wade. Yes. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah, actually, I didn't. I was. <laughs> My mind was somewhere else. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, say it again. Play it again, Sam. Play it again, Sam. Did you ever, have you ever seen Clayton when you're out on the road? And you're, uh, yeah. you're, no, not yet. Well, we, we had a good laugh about you. You'll have to go back and listen to it I'm while you're paying attention at. to it. Yeah, I'm a good one to laugh at. Yeah. yeah. You sent me something the other day, by the way, that was really great. Uh, it's, it's a video, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out how we can play it on the station. And uh, it's, a, it's a husband and wife uh, who who look to be about 95 they're probably yeah. they're probably in their I think 60s they're both passed, but they were in, around 100 when they went were they really yes well they look old but you know people looked a lot older sometimes right. back then so i don't know how old they well, were no, but... i found the same song a video on youtube i think it was like 40 years ago and they yeah. were pretty old it they was were. the same song and, and it, yeah. they were pretty old then so i, I don't know yeah well there's something that's just great about it and it's, it's a fabulous uh, song and them and it's uh, Chris Adams said this the other day after he listened to it. He told me, "You know what really made it great was this: it's that uh, talking back and forth mm-hmm. is the, what the song is more than singing." And that couple, older married couple, playing that song and, and saying that uh, 
Well, we assume they're married together. We assume. Yeah, they were married. married. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were married. Did you see? Yeah. Did you read the the marriage license? I didn't. We assume they're married. Yeah, it said so. It said it was. Oh, did it? I didn't see that. Part. Okay. Yeah, they, it was. Uh, they both had. It was like Wade and Julia Minier. Minier. Yeah. They could have been yeah. brother and sister. You getting me stirred up? I mean, could just, be. They could. It might have been. I don't know. It might have been. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> your your bias is coming out, Wade. Yes, you, you are. Yeah, yeah. You're. Um. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're trying to mess with old Uncle Wade. Kind of Uncle Wade's mind. <laughs> and that's shouldn't do that. But it's shouldn't it's a great that. it's a great song. It is. I, it's a beautiful yeah. song, and it, it just I, I want everybody that I've talked to that I shared it with, so they had to listen to it several times. They couldn't just listen to it once. It was a very moving. And uh, well, I'm going to figure that song. out. So if you want to see yeah. it, Wade has shared it on Georgia Folk and Farm Life. Uh, it's yep. up there now. You can go and see it. It's uh, I'm I'm up here. I'm just up here in heaven, so I can't sit down. Well, you know, uh, the thing about it is I've always loved bluegrass and bluegrass gospel, and I thought that, you know, I've in my life been to see many uh, of the old famous bluegrass people, you know, uh, Ralph Stanley and Alison Rose, many. And I've, you know, owned so many old records and tape and listened to so many online that I thought I was familiar with all the bluegrass mm. gospel songs and performers. I had never heard of them, and I'd never heard that song until a member of the group posted it this week, and it was, I was just blown away by it. Well, and you know, so many of those performers never played in front of a, a recording device, right? Exactly. So, I mean, who well, knows? Yeah, it's yeah. lost to history, but uh, it is. It almost reminded me of shape note singing. Yeah, very much. And that, and I mentioned that to Chris the other day that those two, the, the old gospel singing and the shape note, you know, the acapella singing, it was in the primitive Baptist uh, church was just a beautiful thing. And it, if you love it, you love it. I know some people don't like either of those uh, styles of music, but if to, I'm one of those people that moves us in a way that no other music can. Mm-hmm. And, and um, not everyone, I understand that not everyone uh, feels that way, but some, if you, or akin to that spiritual type music, it touches you on a level that no other music can. That's pretty cool. You have to be receptive for it, you know? You have to be receptive. (laughs) You're just not open to the Holy Spirit. Well, it's the truth. If you, I mean, you know, some people (laughs) will listen to a song and say, yeah, that's nice, that was pretty good, and I'm disappointed that... For their sake, <laughs> for that I want them to. Sh- I want them to share the love and the, the spirituality of it, and emotion of it, as I did. Yeah. And not everybody does or can. Yeah. In they the 1970s, the there were a lot of teenagers who felt the same way about Kiss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mom and Dad. Exactly. Didn't yeah. yeah. They didn't understand. They, I don't just... they didn't understand. You know, I. They didn't want to understand, and they didn't give a. You know what? Mm. <laughs> it wasn't. You could complain about not being understood, and they were—they never really said, "Yeah, you're right." I mean, it's right. going to stay that way. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's great. Well, so what? What's going on on the site right now? Because there's a whole bunch uh, to talk about with Georgia Folk and Farm Life. By the way, your show will be coming back. We're just trying to figure out a a, a night that we can record it. That's on right. Saturday night uh, is when we're going to move the show because you have to get up at three in the morning with the roosters. That's right. And doing it at eight o'clock in the evening on a Tuesday night, it just doesn't work. So, yeah. so we're going to so move the show to Saturday. What, what's going on? Um, what's going on, Georgia Folk and Farm Life? Uh, I'm, Conway, you see a video on here when I posted. It's kind of a long one, but 
he uh he got mad with me and um he pitched a little hissy fit and it's hilarious. I put that video on there. Such a, you're such a <laughs> mean just, dog, Dad. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It is hilarious. He got him he all riled up, and then he'll take it out on all his toys and things. And he's like, <laughs> he looks up at me like, "This is how I could do it." This is I, all you know, your is, fault. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking of you when I'm doing this. And this is what I'd like to do, but um, I can do it to this little stuff. But animal, what you want? Let me oh just my goodness! So yeah, yeah, we're gonna find you dead in that house. Yeah, it'll happen. He's gonna kill me one day. Yeah. And then they'll come. We'll come to the door. And we'll be, brother Wade, brother Wade, are you in there? And then we're <laughs> Conway's gonna come out with a mouthful of blood like some horror yep. movie, you know? And we'll be like, like could, like could, right? Yeah. What did you do, Conway? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Wade! Like the crazy cat lady that everybody. Thinks they've heard the story about, you know, the one with you the remember cat. that reminds me. That's one of the funniest <laughs> things I've seen on the news. Oh, it's been go. in recent years, and there was a couple. You remember that couple that called nine one one? They were locked in the bedroom in a house, and the cat had lost its mind. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, the cat was going crazy. Fluffy went crazy. <laughs> All you can hear in the background is that and cat. It was going. A cat. <laughs> I think they had a small child. They were, all they were, they were locked in the bedroom, and the cat was like <laughs> trying to take the door down to get to him and kill him. And the guy was calling nine one one. I'm like, oh, oh, that's just hilarious, right there. Yeah. It's, it was bad. I don't know what ever happened to, to the cat, but uh, yeah. Well, you got to uh, take care of Conway. We can't have that because you live in no, a, you live in a brick right. home. Yeah, and ain't no getting in. You'll yeah. be trapped with all yep. the instruments that you don't go. play. And the, that's right. And all your records. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need to yeah. donate those someday to, you know, the Music Memories Museum there in yeah. Swainsboro. Now, I, don't, I did, when I was younger, I had a good collection of old uh, 78s of mm-hmm. old folk music and, and some of the early stuff and uh, bluegrass and, and blues. And Dr. George Heaps Nelson, uh, he was a great. Gary Guy, he was my history professor in college, and he, he, I gave him, he had a great collection of that kind of thing, and I gave him what my collection to add to his, but um, haven't had any since. But I, I have that. If you ever go back and listen to that early music, some of their oldest recordings, there was some amazing uh, talent oh, yeah. out there. There sure was. It really great, was great stuff. Well, it's always fun catching up with you. We had Clayton Hackle on this morning. He's talking about some. Uh, some new music that he recorded, and then uh, this duet partner, I can't say her name because we didn't clear it with her yet, but she recorded with Dolly Parton. Wow. Well, I Pretty think cool. uh, Clayton's uh, singing and his uh, songwriting ability is impressive. It and is. He's just, we were talking the other day, one thing that uh, – that uh, marks uh, uh, the mark of success is on him. He just got. To, I think it's going to be up, you know, uh, upward trajectory. Yeah. Because he's not lazy. No, that he's boy, not. No, he'll he's not. go and do whatever he has to do to advance his career. Yeah. And a lot of people won't put the time and effort in. It, they just wait for it to come to them, you know. And that, not Clayton Heckle. Clayton is. Uh, he's doing all what he has to do and what he needs to do and he can do. He told me he was going to call me last night and. Uh, we got we got together on the phone last night just to set everything up, you know, for this morning's interview and whatnot. And I was out back uh, trying to the one of the gates had come off, you know, you know, hey, it's always something, right? But one of the mm-hmm. gates had come off behind the barn, so I was back there at 
what's the old adage? Uh, every five minute job's just one broken bolt oh, yeah, away from, from being a three day. Yeah. So no joke. I'm out. And I'm like, yeah, Clayton, let, let's talk here in like ten, you know, five minutes. Five thirty works. So we'll we'll call each other then. And I kid you not, that bolt twisted off right then. So I had to, uh, you know, I had to go find another. I know. A gate reminded me of a funny story. You got a, you got time for a funny gate story? I do, and everybody else should too. We've we've got just a few minutes left, but go ahead. Well, I won't name name, but it was a family out in here in the country, and I knew them well. They uh, they love to do practical jokes. And they had an old fellow that lived on the place, and a guy uh, worked for him and lived in a tenant house. And his wife worked at a shirt factory nearby town, and she rode to work. They didn't have a car or anything. Well, she didn't drive. They, she rode with a lady to work every day. And being they, they lived on that place. There was cows. So the fence and gate was way on down in the driveway, where, and that's where she'd have to go down to be picked up every morning and brought off in the evening. And uh, the old gate was falling down. It was heavy, and it was no longer you know hanging on the hinges. You had to drag right. it open and drag it shut. And she was tired of that. And... Um, so she put her foot down and told her husband, said, if I they a new gate here on that out there at the road, when I come home today, I'm leaving you. <laughs> so he told he told his uh, employer there and landlord and all these men, uh, they spent most of the day building a brand new beautiful gate and they hung it up and put it up. And when they were done, you know, he went walking home and waiting for his wife to come home. And, uh, they were big pranksters. They pulled a lot of practical jokes, uh, that man and his son and them. And uh, they didn't know it, but as soon as he went home, they went back over there and took the new gate down and hit it and put the old gate back up. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. So, yeah, because you see, his wife saw it was no new gate, and he was sure there was and was waiting for her to come home happy. She came home mad. Told him it was the old gate. He knew it wasn't. They went back down there, and sure enough, it was it was the old gate. But uh, yeah, they put the new gate back up, and she didn't divorce him. But that was hilarious to me. I bet she didn't think it was funny. No, she didn't see any humor. <laughs> she didn't see any humor. <laughs> no. Found no humor in that they, at all. They yeah. was another <laughs> member of the of the family uh, got married, and while it was, they were supposed to come back to their little honeymoon cottage, and they had a you know bedroom fixed up and all, and they. While the wedding was going on, they, <laughs> the same bunch, they went up there and took all the furniture out of their bed, out of the bedroom, and took a two-horse wagon apart and put it back together inside the bedroom. And when they came home, you know, after the service to go home and yeah. and enjoy their their newly wedding, found I, freedoms, yes, they yeah. <laughs> opened the bedroom door and all that was in there was a two-horse wagon. Well, I've never needed a two-horse wagon. Not today. No. Not today. Yeah, no. That's good fun. <laughs> Listen, if you want to find more good fun and fun stories from Brother Wade Peebles, you can log on to Facebook, and you can find him at Georgia Folk and Farm Life with over 86,000 of his best friends right there. And it's a good time Amen. and uh, just, a, just a great time. I caught up. I had, I had the privilege of hanging out with Harvey Williams Jr. the other day who just celebrated a birthday. Yeah, his birthday, so, yep. yep. Happy birthday to Harvey and uh, Faye and Brock. I uh, got to see them the other day, and uh, we just had a we, we all had a Good. great time. So, Wonderful. Yeah, we said nice things about you. So yeah, good stuff. All right, brother Wade, thanks for coming on. Thank you, man. You're not in the woods today, by the way, are you? No, I'm uh, luxuriating in the sunshine on the back porch and about to go in where the air conditioner's on. Have a glass of sweet tea for me. <laughs> That's right. All right. <laughs> Take care. Bye, <laughs> bye, 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 Matt. Thank y'all. Listen, go find brother Wade. 
on uh, Facebook. Find Clayton Hackle, too, and download some of his music and help that young man out as he makes his way into the country music business. Just some fantastic stuff. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? Tonight, uh, tonight, Wednesday night, it's a rebroadcast of Classic Country and Request. But now listen, if there's something you want to hear, send it on over. Because I've been known to slide it in if I'm hanging around the barn and I'm in the studio. I'm always happy to do that. Thursday night, Cindy Balkum is back with an all-new Knee Deep in Bluegrass show. And that's going to be a lot of fun. We have a new show coming out that I'll be sure to tell you all about here. Uh, in the coming days, so be sure and follow the blog right there at georgiaradio.com. Tractors and Troubadours uh, is the name of this new show. Good stuff. Right here on your home for great country music and all the happenings around the Peach State, georgiaradio.com. Glad you're here. So long for now. Georgia Radio, on your phone, in your home, everywhere you go.